Welcome to the I Like the Way You Think podcast, where we take a deeper look into the lives of three Black women as they go through life. Come hang out with us. We say what you're thinking out loud and discuss all the topics you already talk about. I'm Laverne. I'm Janisha. I'm Elaine. Now let's get into today's podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the I Like the Way You Think podcast. My name is Queenie. Oh, no, I don't even go by Queenie on here. I go by Elaine. Wait a minute. <laughs> different platform, different platform. I thought I was on my channel. We are in the streaming platforms, baby. So if you guys tuned in in last week's episode, you were getting to know us. Do you feel like we gave, we gave them enough? I gave them We gave them a nice introductory of who we are? I do. Yeah. I feel good about it. I feel like they got to know our personalities and what we're trying to do with the podcast. So, yeah, the answer What's is yes. What's your personality? What is it? Uh, If you listen to the last episode, you'll find out. Mm, valid. Valid. And that oop. <laughs> All right. So, since we are reflecting back, we wanted to reflect on 2021 in this episode. So, basically, I don't know about y'all. Mm. But 2021 for me was probably one of the worst years of my life, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I know life could be worse, so I'm not one to complain. But if I do look back, there were a lot of lessons. There were a lot of negatives. There were some positives as well. But I was just wondering what you guys have learned. What are your takeaways? What are your thoughts on 2021? Wait, I'm curious. Why is 2021 the... Why has it been the worst year of your life so far? I mean, girl, uh, broken bones, pushed out of apartments, car malfunctions, family losses. I mean, the list goes on. True, true, true. Okay. Um, hmm. Reflections on last year. Last year was a tough year. I'm not going to lie. I think I had my my worst year to date. (laughs) It was probably 2000, I think, in 17, 16, 17. Um, so after that, I was just like, whew, um, yeah, but last year was, it came with its challenges. It came to, came with lots of lessons as well. Um, hmm. School, I balanced school and work for the first time ever as a student. Um, I got a new car after getting into an accident (laughs) and totally my old car. (laughs) Um, hmm, I damaged a rental. Oh, fun. Um, my dad was in the hospital, but our relationship got closer, oddly enough. But it put things, a lot of things into perspective for me in terms of like wills and estate planning and um, just all those adult stuff that I guess I took for granted previously. Mm. Um, dealt with a lot of losses as well. Um, loss of friendships too plenty of those let me tell you let me tell you (laughs) but it's it's seeming like there was a theme of like loss in 2021 for a lot of us in different ways not just lives yeah and a continuance of grieving too because we thought we'd be out of this pandemic Mm. and look at us we're in season three wow not season three child i hope it gets cut off you know quickly but (laughs) no for real for real we can (laughs) We can we can end it yeah how, how was your season two of the pandemic laverne um i feel like i had an overlap of the things that you guys said too because like elaine like i experienced loss as well and then like uh denisha I, well just seeing you guys go through 
um, losing friends and stuff because I went through that already in my early 20s. So it's just like, hmm, damn, this thing really does happen, huh? Um, <laughs> but yeah, just 2021 was just, I don't know, man. It started and I was just like in a pretty okay place. And then as the year progressed, it was just like, so we really are not coming out of this pandemic. We yeah. are really not. Really <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. one step forward, 10 steps back. Um, and yeah, I lost my aunt. All right, RIP Auntie Valda, you know, and um, that was really traumatic for me because, you know, she was, she stepped up for me. She was like um, a second mom to me. So mm. it was tough. Mm. It was tough, but it did bring my family a bit closer. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, oh, I, I stepped out of my shell. I stepped out of my shell. Uh, and for people who know me in real life, they're like, what? You, ste- you stepped out of your shell? Like, yeah. Um, things have changed for me a bit and I do have anxiety. So one thing that I really wanted to do is I wanted to try like uh, a travel blog and I did it, but then my anxiety took over. So it was just basically like, oh my gosh, I see the potential. This is getting traction. But then my anxiety took over and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go back into my shell now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm hoping, you know, for 2022, I can get back to that. I can prioritize things that make me just happy um and go from there yes man the loss like elaine said it it was immeasurable it was too damn much man it was it was honestly too damn much for me like there were family losses um it's just that it wasn't people that i was super super close to so the grieving wasn't in the same way that some of my other friends have been grieving but the personal losses were a lot so like i said breaking bones this is my third broken bone in my freaking life like what the hell and then um being pushed out of my apartment for a context it was because of a rodent infestation and my freaking landlord was like oh my gosh this never happened before okay so deal with it then what do you i don't care if it's happened before or not do something about it and man's was like i don't know so i was forced to move out um very quickly wasn't able to get my deposit and then i was scammed out of another apartment scammed out of a, a second apartment um my catalytic converter got stolen out out my car y'all That's they just lifted my car and took out a whole chunk of my pipe <laughs> so weird and then I got in a car accident a few weeks ago. I just got my car back today. Um, but honestly, even though there's so many negatives, 2021 was a pivotal year for me. Honestly, a lot of my um, more recent years have been pivotal, but I'm thinking of the milestones. So even being pushed out of that apartment, I finally got my first apartment, my first solo, this is just me, I pay all the bills, apartment, no roommates, yeah. okay? Listen, I can record my YouTube videos whenever I want. Even with YouTube, I reached 10,000 subscribers in 2021. That was very exciting. I had my first brand deal in 2021. Um, I went on my first date in 2021. So it's really character development that's happening. It really was. It really, really was. Um, What other milestones have you guys been going through? Or just the high points? Maybe not milestones, but like, damn, that was a good moment. Well, on career, I, 
Hmm. So I did a lot of workshops for screenwriting, and so I was able to write a couple of scripts and get feedback from other uh, filmmakers and screenwriters in the industry. Um, I was able to have like a community of other Black women who are also screenwriters, so we became each other's accountability partners uh, last year, which we will be continuing uh, in the in the new year. Well, this year um at work you know i finally have a hang on things all right okay. yeah yeah because when i first got the job i was just like i don't feel qualified oh my goodness um and so now i'm just doing things really easy breezy and it's been helping me get you know opportunities in other aspects of my life We'd as well because yeah it makes it look, makes me look very responsible so i love that um <laughs> and like i said i bought my first like new brand new spanking new out of a dealership um car which was not ex planned for because i wanted to do it after i graduated but I'm just like, dang, like, you know, God really came through for me. I didn't even know this would be something. No, for real. No, for real. <laughs> Everything's in my name. My gosh. Um, <laughs> and, oh, yes, I also started The Right Story, which is my digital marketing um, business. And I was able to get my very first client last year at the beginning yes. of the year. Oh, and I also got paid for my first script as well. So, like, yes. there's been lots of high points. I also stopped being a people pleaser. Praise Jesus, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> Three times, yes. Yeah, girl, I say it. no a lot now. So, and I don't feel bad about it. So, um, yeah, a lot of good milestones. I think it was very pivotal. And I got some really weird revelations about my family history that took me out the game for a bit i was really sad about it angry about it but i was able to work through that and now i just have like a clear um outlook on like life and so i just feel a lot better and like laverne said like this year uh all about fun i'm so not that i'm tired of healing but i'm tired of the intensive healing i just want yes. to have fun <laughs> yes so yeah we're going on that girl's trip it's gonna happen Period. yeah it's 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 interesting that you talk about you know what what was so different for you in this year versus other years prior to uh because taking a leap of faith for me was a big thing for me mm -hmm. um and even though it was like late 2020 going into 2021 um but just being in jamaica like living yes. in jamaica for an extended amount of time like for me that was 2021 yes. i know uh, you keep asking this bro because it feels like it was so long ago but you left in 2020 though right well yeah, yeah okay. august 2020 but my thing is just like being okay i knew when i came out of high school i knew that when everybody was running off and going to um windsor or london or moving out going to hamilton and all that stuff to to do school because they, they wanted to run out of their parents house i was just like mm, no i'm gonna stay right here that's why i went to york i was <laughs> like no i can go home i'm cool like you know i don't have to to run away from my issues my problems or you know fortunately enough my program was within a school in the gta mm -hmm. so it was never an issue for me i didn't have to move out I, ne I never wanted to move out still to this day i don't know how people move out because child the grown -ups. it wasn't a choice for some of us okay it i wasn't know a choice. well i've been out the house since 17. yeah see family dynamics different oh no 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 my parents didn't push me out or anything no i'm saying like family dynamics are different because mm. some people their parents are just like oh you're 18 come out of my house get out 
You're yeah, no, person. my parents were like, why are you out the house? And I'm like, um, because I'm trying to be an adult. Whoa. Excuse yeah, me. my parents are just like, why do you want to leave? Yeah, so sidebar. <laughs> so can we just talk about this a bit? So you were like 17 and you're just like, yeah, I want to be an adult. So, well, here's the thing. It was, it started off with me going to school. So I wanted to go to a school that was actually in the States. It was in uh, California. And my parents were like, the only way we're going to let you go to California is if you go to an Adventist university. And I said, huh? <laughs> Hell no. If I'm going to California, I'm trying to be buck wild. Little did I know you could still be buck wild at these Adventist schools. So it's <laughs> spilling. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, I was like, okay, what's a way for me to leave the house um, and still give them what they want? So I chose a school that was Adventist, but not in the same city that I was, you know, living in with my parents. And then from then, I just haven't moved back home. And then when I graduated, my parents left the country. So moving home wasn't an option. It was always like, girl, <laughs> pick yourself up and figure it out. You and see- I'm figuring it out. I wanted that to be my testimony too, but I lived in a, <laughs> no, for real, um, because, you know, I lived in a white flight city for so long that when I was looking at options for um, university, I wanted to live on campus because I've been trying to leave. Explain um, white flight to me. What's a white flight city? So... Just give me the brief. Just give me the brief. The okay, brief. so basically, it's where white people go to to get away from. Um, oh, the niggas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, from urban settings. That's where that's where they go, and so um, inner city. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> urban. The yeah. BIPOC people. Oh, oh no, yes. not BIPOC. <laughs> the diversity. Um, wink, wink anyways but yeah so basically my parents like we moved out of the city and they wanted me to have like the suburban life or whatever and so we moved to a predominantly if not all white um i call it a town but sure let's go with city if we're gonna you know for geography's sake but yeah so i was trying to leave and but the only options that were far away were also white fly cities or mm. <laughs> like very predominantly white places and i'm like i can't do this so like the best schools for me were in toronto so i just stayed at home but yeah so laverne you're saying um you couldn't fathom not fathom but you're just like Bruh. no i just knew myself and i think that's that's hmm, that's important for people to know themselves so what's, what's the alternative reality since you're saying you know yourself i, I want to imagine what what would have happened um I would have missed my home a lot. Like, I would have missed mm-hmm. my home a lot. Um, I was not prepared to pay bi- adult bills at Ooh, 18. I was not prepared. prepared to make decisions. Um, True. Inter- as, as much as I was mature for my age, I wasn't making good decisions in terms of who was my friend or mm. um, dating, for instance. So mm. combine that with freedom. Um, yeah. yeah, that could have been yeah. disastrous. Valid. So I was, I was, even though I was young, I was wise enough to know, stay a little tail at home. True. You know, you need a little discipline. Um, when I was in Jamaica, I had to deal with those things. Like I had to deal with, okay, I'm cooking. I'm having to, you know, do groceries. Um, I'm having to spend my time wisely. Spend it between my family and my boyfriend, you know. Um, I'm, I'm looking into business ventures, Ooh, you know. boyfriend I'm tr- must be nice. <laughs> uh, most days. 
Um, <laughs> and then I also had to look into, um, you know, okay, so now I'm responsible for my overall health, my mental health. You know, I have chronic back pain. So am I going to exercise? Am I going to walk? Like, you know, because the climate is better for people who have um, back pain and that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I think it was a great milestone or memory because I learned a lot. I lost, I lost weight which was Amen. great. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We love that for you. Yeah. But then I learned something about myself. Um, and I also learned something about other people. I guess we were talking about it and it, it came off as like respectability politics because people definitely treat you different when they see you losing weight sure or, <laughs> or they see you fitting a certain type of expectation of what a woman should look like. Um, and like you truly do not know what people are going through why they gain weight why they lose weight um and also just the fact that like i felt like i had body dysmorphia too because Mm -hmm. i was so used to my Mm -hmm. body being a certain type of way and then all of a sudden you know i was losing weight and the scale is telling me i'm losing weight i'm looking in the mirror and i'm losing weight but like i felt like a big thing still so yeah, it, it was just weird to disassociate the fact that I'm losing weight and this is my new body, quote unquote. So I kind of reverted a bit, but <laughs> praise be unto God. 2022, we'll, we'll try again. We'll try and that's again. okay. You know? yeah. We fall mm-hmm. down, but we get up. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, change the pitch. All right. But we, I thought it was harmonizing <laughs> with you. I thought I was adding... <laughs> <laughs> some some different it's, ranges it's, dynamics it's the thought that counts let's leave Thank this you. to the professionals let's leave this it's, to the professionals it's the that people counts. are hearing right. this okay oh, hearing okay this and they might want to give us a, a record deal who knows period okay e and d oh Ow. that's sick <laughs> <laughs> honestly speaking on your body dysmorphia thing that's something that i realized in 2021 that i have so if i'm thinking of some of the reflections I became a lot more introspective, a lot more self-aware in 2021. And one of those is that I lose weight when I'm not actively trying to. And when I am actively trying to, it's like I self-sabotage it. So I had a job that was physical and I was outside every single day for hours on end moving around. But I was eating the same stuff. I was had a horrible sleep schedule, but I lost 50 pounds in that job. And I only worked that job for wow. like four months before. Chuck, imagine. I only worked that job for four months and then the world shut down. Let me tell you, Mm. I didn't realize that I had lost 50 pounds (laughs) until I gained 50 pounds (laughs) in the pandemic. (laughs) And I was like, I have a distorted sense of my physicality. I would get, in that Mm -hmm. time that I was losing the weight, I would get so many compliments and I'm like, what the hell are people talking? talking about i'm looking at myself in the mirror i look the same i always have felt like i photograph smaller so i'm like what are Mm -hmm. what and now that i'm back to where i used to be i'm like oh 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 okay um no i see i see i see see Mm -hmm. that's so interesting because i got a trainer during the beginning of last well i think the last of 2020 and then like continuing into 2021 and i lost a good amount of weight and even when I was looking in the mirror I was just like <sighs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. This is one that was not what I expected. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> like, I felt good, but I didn't feel like myself. And then I also gained mm-hmm. back. Actually, I think I was my heaviest last year, um, which is interesting. It's not funny, but it's interesting that, like, I gained a lot of COVID weight and then I got COVID and then lost, like, weight because Disease. of COVID. Balance. It's, we it, call it balance. Balance. Yeah, it's interesting. But, um,. <laughs> But yeah, no, same. Like when I would, I think eventually I got um, comfortable, very comfortable in my skin. And mm. I would just mm. wear clothes that complemented the body that I have. And yes. and yeah, mm-hmm. but I am not going to lie though. When I look in the mirror, I'm still very confused. Because even when I look um, at some my old photos from 2019, when like everything was accessible to us and like fitness was fun to me because we had classes and and all that stuff um i'm the same shape but just bigger and but i just i don't know it's not computing in my mind so it's just Mm -hmm. it's a weird experience it definitely is a weird experience yeah um okay so we all learned about our physicality how we view ourselves what are some (laughs) other lessons that you learned in 2021 if if i was to go first because i posed the question Mm -hmm. i I learned that I am more forgiving than I thought I would be in the past. I think that has to do with um, becoming an adult. You just learn that things are not Mm (laughs) honky-dory as things were in childhood. You know what I mean? Like everything was provided for you. Life was easy. It's really hard to think of adversity when you're younger because what's adversity? Mm -hmm. Homegirl didn't talk to you in homeroom. Like that's the worst things that you go through when you're younger. You didn't get the dinner you expected after school. You know what I mean? These little (laughs) petty, petty things. Now as an adult, I'm realizing there's so much that goes into daily life, daily functioning, making sure you're mentally sound on a daily basis that I have more grace when people don't show up in a way that I expected them to or wanted them to. Mm -hmm. And in us talking about losing friendships and stuff like that, I feel like the friendships that... um, I don't want to call it an exit interview, but basically we had an yeah. exit interview. Mm-hmm. It it gave me peace in leaving some of those friendships because there wasn't animosity. I wasn't malicious towards them. They weren't malicious towards me. I still hold no grudges over that, but we just realized that where we're going in life, we're just not compatible for each other anymore. And maybe if we come back together, then we come back together. But if you would have asked me five years ago, I was on my bad girls club tip. You hear me? Okay. I I was like, so-and-so does me wrong. I'm popping off. I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. this expletive, that expletive. But now in 2021, I'm like, yo, life is hard. People are going through some things Mm -hmm. and give them grace and give myself grace. Like I'm not always going to show up in the way that I want to. And that's okay. Like take the time to get better, build up, you know, build yourself back up and start again. So I've, I've really learned to be more forgiving of other people, forgiving of myself. And yeah, just to realize <laughs> life ain't easy, bro. And it's also short. So mm-hmm. just enjoy it while you have it. That's so interesting. I learned the opposite last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I found that I was too, um, too understanding. And I think mm. it's, it was out of my fear of being misunderstood myself and so I would extend, I don't want to say too much grace. I want to leave that word for what it is because it's a very, it's a good word. And But I think I was giving too many extensions or too much 
um, leeway to people who didn't deserve it when they were mm. showing me how they felt about a relationship or, you know, stuff like that. Because um, my fear has always been like, oh, if I make a mistake, people are going to now see me as this person when that's not who I've consistently been. And so I don't want to see people that way. But, you know, sometimes I overlooked how they actually were. Um, thought maybe I was different or I thought that our relationship was something different than I thought. And then also mm. my, I like, I became more reassured in what my emotional needs are this year and I couldn't, yes. yeah, yes. I couldn't have anything surface level. So when I wanted something deeper, that's what really opened my eyes to, you know, what people can offer me. And I don't mind, um, I don't mind altering the art, the functions of a relationship so that everybody's getting what they need but when I requested something more other people who I had to let go basically wanted to have the same role in my life without like following through with what I was requesting and so we had to you know go our separate ways um you're lucky you got closure from one of them I would have loved to have closure did not still don't have it realize how important closure is for me too like I just needed one thing about me I'm gonna get it off my chest and like when you don't let me do that oh gosh it stresses me out but um yeah that's what I learned how about you Laverne I think I'm kind of in the middle um (laughs) sometimes you have to be okay with being the villain in someone's story I find Um, and I find that much like you, Denisha, I like to, I like to allow people to show me who they are. I like to be understanding, but at some point it's like, at what point should I stop? Because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to understand you, but you're not trying to understand me, right? Um, you're misrepresenting who I am or misrepresenting, um, you know, the boundaries that I have set for this particular relationship. Um, I really have to work on stop saying um so much. But what I would say <laughs> is that have extending grace to people is something I would say I learned in 20, 2019, 20, 2019 mm-hmm. or 2018 um, on the tail end of losing my mom because I realized that a lot of people don't know how to console someone when they're grieving. A lot of people do not know how to show up in relationships, whether it's family, friends, um, and those type of things. And I also learned, like, you can't get upset at someone for being who they are. Um, You only really get upset at someone for being who you expect them to be. This is true. Right? And so it's, it's so important for us to tailor our expectations to the reality of who that person is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like back back with my mom like she she was very transparent about who she was as a person but it wasn't until after she passed away that I realized wow like not only was she my mother but she was a sister she was an aunt she was a um a wife Mm -hmm. she was you know all these things to different people and in those in those roles um everybody had their separate relationship with them and then when I look at myself it's the same thing like I'm sure I, I try my hardest because I don't have any children yet but I tried to be there for my nieces and my nephews. Some of my nieces, I have a better relationship with. So if anybody were to ask, they'd be like, oh my gosh, my aunt is like, you know, my best friend or whatever. And then other of them would be like, yeah, I mean, it's my aunt. I know if I need her for anything, I can call her, but I don't talk to her every day, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and just being able to be reflected of that point, that's, that's how you operate in the world. Like we're multi-dimensional people. 
You know, yeah. I won't be the same thing to Denisha as I would be to Elaine. And yeah. it doesn't mean that the relationship isn't good. It just means that there are different variables. Yeah. You know, um, and, and learning that and just truly understanding that this year um, mm-hmm. was a good lesson for me. It was a great lesson for me. I learned that so, too yeah. this year with my familiar, um, famili- familial, familial or familiar? Familial. Mm-hmm. Okay, familial yeah, familial relationships. Uh, relationships because I was just like, dang, like how come... I just felt like I wasn't getting what I needed and then I had to take myself and even my therapist was just like, girl, you need to like take yourself out of the situation. Like they have their own experiences. They have their certain capacity Mm -hmm. and you're expecting them to give you more than what they have. And so I had to Mm -hmm. realize that I need to let go of it and just take Sometimes somebody may not be good in one aspect, but then in another aspect, they're completely Mm -hmm. amazing. Just focus on that. And if you can have, especially with like family relationships, you can't, there's nothing you can really do about it. It's different than like friendships or like other people. You're literally born into these relationships. You can't escape them. Even when they're gone, like you cannot escape them. Like you're always going to have those memories. You're always going to have that lineage, that history. Like, so it's just take people for what they are honestly and i think it makes life a lot easier but you're gonna say something elaine yeah i just wanted to it's kind of a culmination of what you guys both said um i wanted to pose a question to you guys how have you learned if you've learned or maybe this is something that you're going to learn want to learn to be okay with loss of expectations loss of maybe projected goals things that you wanted to accomplish that just weren't able to happen friendships you wanted to flourish and they didn't how how as a you know mid to late 20 year old woman have you come to grips with loss being okay or are you still dealing with that um so something for me that i learned this year this last year was the whole you can be a villain in somebody's story Mm. being faced Mm. with being the villain in somebody's story was something i never thought i could be Mm. and so i had to deal with the fact that sometimes i'm about to cuss sometimes you're a shitty friend yeah it depends Mm. it depends on the person and so (laughs) i don't know if you guys remember but i even came to you guys and i asked you so in certain situations how would you want me to show up because i was like god forbid that happens again Mm. with people who i would actually be like it would be gut-wrenching if I lost these relationships. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I had to deal with the loss of being that perfect person, being that, oh, I'm a great friend. Everybody mm-hmm. loves me. No, some sometimes mm-hmm. you're the villain. Mm-hmm. That that's a loss some in some sense that I had to deal with. But to you guys, um, is that something you've learned? Is that something you're learning? How did you get here? How do you want to get there? In the past and I'm, I'm better at it now, but in the past, I just cut you off. <laughs> like, I just cut you off. And it's clean, clean cut. Mm. Like, I feel no ways. Because, I, like, in my head, it was just, like, it's very obvious that you could do better and you're choosing not to do mm. better. So if you know better and you're choosing not to do better, why, why are we having this conversation? It's actually a waste of time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned... That I can't be doing that to people because people also have feelings too. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> and there's been several times when I, I say I'm always bad lucked with friends because 
I'm one of those people that I go hard for people. True. You know, yeah. you're not talking about my friend. In if I consider you my friend, you're not talking about my friend in any capacity negatively in my in my space. Yep. I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. and trust and believe. I'm going to go back and let my friend know. Like, look, you need to check this relationship with so and so because <laughs> you know these are things that were said. And it's happened. It's happened. Well, it's happened. Well, well, well. Child, I have a whole. <laughs> bunch of people that don't like me for that (laughs) but i'm just saying for me loyalty is a big thing um and so once i feel like uh you cross the boundary you cross the line i will be honest i do get upset Mm -hmm. i and i'm upset because i feel like you played me and once you once Hmm. and this is why i said it has to be you have to be okay with being the villain in someone's story Mm -hmm. i'm not one of those people that are malicious or vindictive or anything like that but once i feel like you do me wrong i'd rather just not give you the opportunity to do it again and that is almost equally the same as being vindictive because it's like you you don't even care to find out where this went wrong for you is just about you and your feelings so this person is going to make is going to feel how i feel which is disappointed um and then I guess the other answer to your question is being able to tailor your expectations to the reality of that relationship. Mm. So, um, you know, if I'm expecting Denisha to be overly affectionate and I, I know as her friend, that's not who she is, mm-hmm. but I'm putting that expectation on her. It's not fair to her. So when she is not overly affectionate with me and I, I'm feeling some type of way, Yes, I'm allowed to be upset. Yes, I'm allowed to communicate and, and 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 let her know, like, oh, I need you to do this and this. But if she cannot deliver on my expectation, mm-hmm. again, that is me. That's a me issue. That's a me problem because I'm projecting. Mm-hmm. You're making me think maybe I was projecting in a certain situation. I don't, think you, like I don't okay. think you were. I don't think you were. So let's just make that very clear. Um. Thank you. Thank you for the but reassurance. Then also, also to your credit, also to your credit, is nobody sits... Nobody sits down and says, here's how to be a good friend and not to be a poo friend, mm-hmm. right? Nobody, nobody does mm-hmm. that. Like, I remember when I was a um, young women's ministry leader at my church in a past life. Um, and not I was a like, past you know, life. We need, like, <laughs> we need to have, like, a friendship series because sometimes the girls would come to me and be like, oh, you know, this is what happened, this is what happened. And because I don't want to betray their trust, I can't go to the person and be like, oh, you know, you're being a bad mm-hmm. friend. But... Maybe talking in a general sense, mm-hmm. that will be able to help. But I do see people in our age group literally don't know how to be friends to people. Yeah. They don't know what loyalty is. Yeah. They don't know what communication is, written or verbal. They don't know how to have interpersonal relationships. They don't know boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's tumultuous, to be honest. Um, and then you have people like me who sometimes are void of feelings. And I just feel like, okay, you're a grown person for your big, big age. You should know. <laughs> So, your biblical age you know but <laughs> no for real <laughs> but also even though i'm i'm that's how i feel sometimes i'm also not better than them because that is a very toxic way to approach situations assuming that someone knows better and they should do better because i know better and i do better but even I also, then it's I just like we we all lack something so even then yeah we all <laughs> yeah well child we all lack something but not a lot of us will admit that. This no. is true. This is and true. there's there's variations to it as well. So like, 
Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. Not all of it is the same or, you know, levels out the same where it expresses itself the same in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, so there, but Elaine, sorry, my bad. No, I just also wanted to clarify for anybody listening that even when you have set expectations with somebody, even when you try to show up in your best way and it still didn't work out, like the loss can still hurt. You can mm-hmm. still have so mm-hmm. much love for somebody and feel yes. like you did your absolute best and it still mm-hmm. hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That's all I wanted to say. Because I was like, there was one specific friendship where even when I look back, I honestly, and you guys know, like, I'm pretty honest with myself. And I'm like, nope, I showed up as good as I could. Mm-hmm. I showed up the best that I could and it just wasn't appreciated. But it still hurt me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same, so. yeah. And I think that's okay. I think that's okay. In life, um, it can't be smooth. It can't be without heartbreak and pain, mm-hmm. um, as as sad as that that is. But I also feel like it's not about experiencing the heartbreak and pain. It's what you do after. Yes. I have a question, if we have time. Yeah, yeah, shoot it. Okay. <laughs> so I have a question, because for me, if I'm lacking in one of my relationships... And I'm not able to pick up on it. I would prefer the person come to me gracefully. Um, Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, still ego. But like, yeah, come to me gracefully and like, let me know where I'm lacking. Because it might be something that I didn't know or something that I'm willing to approve on. Because um, I know even for me, physical touch, like, y'all know I'm not much of a hugger and like all of this and, you know, whatever. I'm really starting to think, have we ever hugged? We have, but not often. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not big on the, yeah, for, and we can get into that in another episode. But if I know that this is something that people in my personal life, like they really would want that. And if they voice it and we can have a conversation, I'll be more mindful to be like, okay, I need to do some work on myself as to why like this. Because it's not like I'm anti-physical touch. It's just that it lacked in my household. And Mm. so it's not the first thing I I go to. So Mm -hmm. I guess my question for you guys is like, how would you want to be approached? Or like how, yeah, like just how would you want that conversation to go for you guys, um, for your friends or other people who feel like, okay, this is what I need. Can you offer this for me or, you know, whatever? Definitely have a relationship with me first before coming to me about this because um (laughs) no for those who cannot see i'm pointing at the camera because i realize a lot of people may feel like we have a relationship come to find out they don't hold the same place in my life that i held in theirs but proceed mutual like let let it be mutual okay that's the first thing Mm -hmm. me personally i will be defensive i'm not gonna lie to you I'm not gonna lie to you because in my That's world, I gracefully. in my world, I do no wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. However, Ego. realistically, um, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. But if you are my friend and I know you're coming from a good place and you're like, boy, Laverne, I think you can't really improve upon this. Like, I feel like you can't really do this. And you want me to say it like that in Pata? You're like, uh, Laverne. No. You can't. It's okay. No, please, just don't. Laverne, you can't. No, you can't. It makes my ears hurt whenever she does this. Oh, oh God. You can't be. Oh, you sound like, like you, know, you know the uh, Americans that are like, they call them flag and bio Americans? <laughs> Not flag and bio. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Look at oh my, my skin. Gosh. Like, I broke out in hives just listening to yeah. that. Oh, um, okay. It's like my Trini, my Trini 
my fake Trini accent. It's horrible. It's horrible, but I do it yeah. to laugh at Denisha's reaction. Child. But anywho. I'm going to keep oh, my Jamaican hat. I'm Jefferson. They don't know. Merciful father. We. <laughs> um, what I would say is, is, yeah, come to me. Allow me, allow me time to... And come to me with an example. Okay? Don't just say, yes. um, you know, you're really cold. Okay, when? Okay, but okay, Can't right there. <laughs> yeah. First of all. <laughs> no, but like I'm gonna be irritated. I would do the same thing. No, like, I'm gonna be irritated. You're coming to me randomly <sighs> with this, and you don't have an example. Like, please no. tell me something so I can reflect on it and say, oh, okay, so behaviors such yes. as this is what makes you think this, and you know, you know. Um. So mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, it's really about you know number one having a relationship with me. If you don't have a relationship with me, find someone that does that can bring up the information, oh, no. the the <laughs> issue. If you don't have a relationship with me, don't, don't, mm. don't. True. And True. that is separate from critical, critical, Lord have mercy. What am I trying to say? From criticism, constructive, constructive mm. criticism. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is different from constructive criticism because constructive criticism is you can give me constructive criticism and we do not have a relationship because it's for the betterment of this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's obvious that we probably have some type of working relationship in which we need to coexist. But if we mm-hmm. have, or you think we have a relationship and it's not as strong and you're just feeding, Oh, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Please understand why I would be dis- defensive and why I don't want to be talked to by you. That's valid for me i'm learning to be more forthright with my expectations in certain relationships and to not let fear lead because i used to be afraid of one either the person not being able to step up to the role that i feel like they should you know have or tarnishing a relationship that was fine otherwise but i felt like could have been improved in just little ways um i'm realizing Mm. that it doesn't matter if the person's feelings are hurt, then their feelings are hurt. Because I, I know I'm bringing it up for a specific reason. I'm bringing it up so we can have a better relationship. And if ultimately it hurts too much to show up better, then maybe just don't show up at all. I'm, I'm mm. so... Like asking... Are you not open to compromise though? I'm open to compromise, but I'm what I'm saying is like... That even comes in the conversation in me bringing it up. So I can bring it up and then you'd be like, okay, well, since we're talking, I also wanted to have some notes about you. You know what I mean? Um, I thought the mm-hmm. question was... <laughs> Why you got to rebuttal, fam? They can re- know, they right? can re- no, they can rebuttal on me. Like you said, in my world, I'm perfect, but that's not reality. Okay? So sometimes I am the perpetuate, perpetuator of the wrongdoings that go on in my life. So I'm okay with somebody mm-hmm. coming up in that conversation and saying, you know, you could you could work on this as well. So mm-hmm. to answer your question directly, how do I, you know, set those expectations in these friendships? Like I would say, as as Laverne, you are this person in my life and I feel like abc's been lacking mm-hmm. or you know whatever if i'm to bring a direct mm-hmm. direct example beginning of 2021 i had a friend who we had had multiple 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 uh, like conversations of how we expect each other to show up and still it was not happening so we had to face mm-hmm. that we had to face that hey we had expectations clearly we're not in a place to meet them let's call it let's move on mm-hmm. 
And, and that, that's how I would do it moving forward. Just establish what this is supposed to be. If they can measure up, mm -hmm. that's cool. If they can't, that's also cool. Let them go. And before yeah. you say something, D, sorry. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to point out something is that the fact that <laughs> it sounds like a, a romantic relationship when you say it like that because oh, it wasn't romantic. we're not used to. No, pardon? I'm saying it wasn't romantic. I know, but what I'm saying is that we're not used to we're not used to dealing with platonic relationships in that way. Oh, like society so doesn't yeah. yeah, society doesn't te teach us to be intentional about relationships, friendships in that way. Mm. So it's interesting when you put it that way. So yeah. Which is crazy to me cuz it's just like y'all are going to be my kids aunties. Hello? What the hell? We better get this Hello? stuff together like <laughs> No, seriously. And and uh, and something that I learned moving to toronto was that my my energy my space my time is all important so i have to be more intentional with friendships because i would i would feel siphoned like people just come into my life take my joy mm -hmm. and walk away with it and i'm here in a destitute state mm -hmm. and i'm tired of it i'm so tired of it yeah so my answer to my own question lol um would be everything that you guys said but i would add um make sure it's the right time because if I'm going through something and now you're bringing up, it's just like I don't have the mental capacity. Um, maybe even like I try to make a habit of being like, are you in a place to have this conversation? If not, like, it's cool. Like if because if I'm going to my friend who I really care about and love, like I'm not going to ex like I want the conversation to be had when we're both in a place to have it. I'm not going to just spring my feelings on you and be like, well, this is what you should have done. Like, it's going to be more like this is our relationship. I really care about it. I'm just putting it on the table. But let's have this conversation when we're both in a good place. If I'm not sure mm. if they're going through something at the time. But if I know they're going through something, it's not it's OK. <laughs> like I it's I get it. Um, but it still will have to be said. Um, and then my other point was. I think i lost my other point actually <laughs> that's all good because well, we're, <laughs> we're dealing with loss we're dealing with loss and all of that um i definitely want to know how the listeners have been dealing with loss in 2021 mm -hmm. how they want to reap if they dealt with if loss. they dealt with loss um if if they you know are planning to make a return on all the things that they have lost maybe double it like job you never know so in 2022 hopefully in the next episode we can talk about more of our expectations the goals that we want to achieve but let us know in the comments on our socials in the voice message if you are on spotify there should be a link in the description where you can actually send a voice memo to us and you can be literally a part of the conversation but on social media you can hit us up at ilt T-W-Y-T-P-O-D on Instagram and Twitter or you can send us an email at I-L-T-W-Y-T dot podcast at gmail.com we definitely want to hear from you we encourage communication okay even to us <laughs> wow. communicate with us we want to hear from you guys so any last remarks before we say bye to the people I remembered okay so <laughs> this might have to go in part two baby no, no, it's real quick. Just come to me nicely, okay? Just uh, come to me as a woman nicely. That's all I have to of say. Of course. Don't come for yes. me. Because if you come for me, then we're going to have problems oh. now. Because it's already sensitive. It's already sensitive. We talked about ego. Like, you can't just, you know? But that's all I had to say. Just. Okay. Grace. Grace. I love it. <laughs> Laverne. Laverne. Laverne's face is that meme that's like, the woman was too stunned to speak. 
no facts. Um, no, I think I think I really want to hear what other people's twenty twenty one was like. Like, are you experiencing uh, fatigue with the pandemic? Oh my god! Uh, do you mm. think it would be over by now? Um, it should have been over May good... of twenty twenty. Well, okay. Um, do you guys have any good milestones or great memories? Um, what are the mistakes that you guys made? Like, let us know. Seriously, like, Elaine gave us, gave you guys our email and um, the opportunity to voice memo. And we would love to have an episode where we just address these questions. So please go ahead, submit something. All right, y'all, with that, have a blessed week. And I like the way you think. Okay. <laughs> Just had to let you do it because she's oh going to do it anyways. Bye, guys. Bye.